Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are you ready? Because it's time. The Sunshine Happy Pants Hour is on the air. Featuring the jack of all trades and master of none, Joel. Does anyone else smell fried chicken? Couldn't have picked a shorter podcast name. That's like a mouthful right there. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Sunshine Happy Pants Hour, episode 157. I am uh, switching up the days that I record, as Sundays have just become too busy um, to make them recording days, and so I am going to try this Saturday thing for a while, Saturdays for Coffin Joe Cast and the Sunshine Happy Pants Hour. 
with Thursdays remaining for 40 going on 14. So makes things a little bit more tighter and writer, but we'll see. We'll see. Anyway, this is a slightly different episode. It's one that has been, um, I had planned on this being, well, this wasn't even an episode. Originally I had another entire show ready to go and then something happened that changed all that. So I quickly put this show together, um, to fill in for what was going to be the original show. And in the process, then last week I got uh, sick on Friday, ended up in the ER. And so every show now has been pushed back an additional week beyond the week it was already pushed back before. So um, I'll explain more in a bit. But if you are new to this show, it's going to be a little different than normal. Um, normally the show is all about music and musings. This week the show is still about that, but there's a bit more focus to it due to um, events that occurred um, almost two weeks ago now. But um, if you'd like to find me, you can find me on Facebook. Just look up Joel Happy Pants Hour. That's K-P-A-N-T-S. You can also shoot me an email at joelhappypants at gmail.com. Find me on Twitter at joelhappypants. And you can find this show on iTunes, Stitcher, TalkShoe, and uh, Pod Directory. Uh, I do another show called 40 Going On 14, which is a my nostalgia cast with Mike, Pat, and Josh. This week's show was all about arcades, then and now. Uh, that comes out every Sunday, and you can find that at 40go14.com, iTunes, Stitcher, TalkShoe, Blueberry, and the Musings of a Geek Podcast Network, as well as streaming Saturdays at noon on Geek Life Radio. Uh, look us up on Facebook, just look up 40 going on 14, and uh, shoot us an email at 40go14 at gmail.com, or uh, voicemail 708 now wrap that's 708-669-9727 and on twitter at 40go14 uh, i also do the coffin joe cast with my brother from another mother Kilawoba. that is available through itunes talk shoe libsyn and stitcher it's a random show where if you would like to be a co-host we are always looking for a third co-host every week that's kind of the point of the show and uh, this week we're going to have nikki uh, joining us from new zealand to talk about her trip Um, along with her man John will also be joining her so it's going to be a good show so I'm looking forward to recording that and uh, we're going to be talking about the same topic we are on this show so it'll be a a nice follow-up between the two but you can find um, uh, email for us at coffinjoecast at gmail.com you can also find us on Facebook or uh, voicemail 661-434-5956 that's 661-434-KWJO uh, there's the archives for Obviously Oblivious that I used to do with the Mike, Nero, and South Philly Paul. Uh, you can find that on obviouslyoblivious.com. I don't know what the status of that is. I haven't heard anything in a long time. So at this point, I'm just pointing you in the direction for all of the archives. But uh, if anything changes, I will let you know. I also write for the CreeperCast, which is an online uh, horror site that uh, also has a sister podcast with uh, Jason, Jeff, and Mike. And you can find that at creepercast.com. I write reviews, uh, top 10 lists, articles, etc. Um, and Saturdays are my flashback reviews. And then I write indie reviews for films that are uh, either not released or looking for distribution. And I also write just general odds and ends. So check it out. Uh, it's a good site. Uh, if you love horror, it's, it's. I mean, obviously I'm a fan. Um, but... Um, uh, all the music tonight is provided to us by the artists themselves. Uh, there is a theme for the music. I specifically picked out songs that um, were related to kind of the topic at hand. Uh, they were all songs that uh, just kind of, to me, 
spoke to the moment. Um, so we'll talk about each song kind of as we go. Also, lastly, I wanted to mention that uh, Hamish Batten, who you've heard his music on this show, you've heard him on the, the Coffin Joe cast. He's a regular guy that uh, makes his appearance known all across the interwebs. But uh, he finally got his EP finished and released. It is available through SoundCloud and uh, Bandcamp. I think SoundCloud. Uh, anyway, just go to Hamish Batten. That's H-A-M-I-S-H-B-A-T-T-E-N dot Bandcamp dot com forward slash album forward slash wasted hyphen adolescence. It's a three song EP. Pay what you want, but uh, definitely drop him some money so we can fund him to possibly uh, record something else at some point, continue his photography and just his general awesomeness. So I am a fan. I don't know. I'll probably play a song maybe on uh, not next week's episode, but the week after uh, this week, since the last two shows are already pre-planned and ready to go I, I didn't want to try and mess with that too much so i apologize to him but i do want to kind of point you in the right direction because i, I i'm a long-running fan and i'm looking forward to everything he's going to do in the future so um uh, i first probably mentioned you can also check out my blog at a momentary lapse with joel.blogspot.com or my defunct comic strip on facebook just look up gregory the really angry robot and you will find it uh, so the first song we heard tonight was soothe by smashing pumpkins a good way to kind of lead us into everything set the tone for the show and um basically well we'll talk about it after this next song um so things kind of with the show center around someone that i knew um in the 90s so i was looking for a way to kind of not every song is from the 90s but kind of tie into that era and the music of that time and so this song was kind of the the linchpin of the entire 90s from 1990 to the end of the decade i mean this has always been kind of the the theme song of that generation so um this is smells like teen spirit this is the version by tori amos and we'll be back in just a few Dangerous, here we are now. 
Was, uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit by Tori Amos, uh, originally written and performed by Kurt Cobain and Nirvana, and um, I just, uh, I'm, I'm a Tori Amos fan from way back. She's always been one of my favorite female um, singer-songwriters, and uh, that is a just a, a great take on the song. So anyway... The uh, the reason for kind of the somber tone and uh, the the whole reason I, I put this show together to begin with was I uh, had a bit of a a shocking just some news came about here not too long ago that kind of just it set myself um, Mike Pat and Josh of Forty Going Fourteen and a lot of my friends on on uh, online and just that are around kind of took us all back a bit um a mutual acquaintance friend to some family member, family member to others and uh co-worker etc um had passed away kind of suddenly uh, his name was jason jensen and um i knew him from the time i i uh, got to the college i went to initially my first two years of college and and when i moved to chicago he was um kind of already a presence on campus and being part of the theater department he was um, occasionally an actor but primarily a techie behind the scenes he did a lot of work uh, for um, set building and just kind of the tech aspects of and and loved theater Uh, still participated in it uh, well beyond his college years and he uh, used to work well continued to work I should say when I was there he was working for uh, the maintenance buildings and uh, I guess it's building and maintenance I don't know what you call it on the campus I'll have to look at his obituary here but um, he was working for uh, security initially and then went on to work for the uh, the buildings and maintenance I keep saying the same thing I'm having a hard time focusing right now but uh, he apparently and I didn't realize this he continued on to do that until he passed away. I mean, he, he worked there for, it was like 18 years or something. Um, and 
so, I mean, I know that he loved that school and um, felt at home there. And that's, you know, that's important to, to have that space. But what kind of sets it apart, you know, aside from just kind of the fact that we knew each other, we hung out on occasion, uh, he was interested in gaming and anime, and uh, he was probably the biggest anime person I've ever known. Um, he was into robots. He was into just, it was, it was a nerd like, like myself. Um, and when I first got there, uh, you know, my best friend Matt and I were living in the dorms together and Jason was working security and Matt was working security too. So, um, you know, I had more interaction with him because of that. And eventually once, uh, myself, uh, Josh, uh, had decided to move off campus, we moved to a house and initially there was, um, uh, some other people living in the first floor, but we had the second floor and our third roommate, uh, was Jason. Um, kind of a unique situation. I never would have, uh, planned on, on living with him. I, you know, never felt like we were that close. Um, I mean, we were friends, but I wouldn't say we were, we were, you know, close friends. So when he decided to move into it in with us, I, I, you know, I was cool with that. He's a good guy. Very, was a very nice guy. Um, but you know, you got to know him a little better and, um, I don't think he ever really felt like he fit in with that group because at that time, um, you know, we were on a dry campus and so we were off campus and people would be there at all hours all the time. It was kind of an open door policy. People would come and, and, uh, hang out and we threw probably some of the most, um, well-known parties for, for those several years that we had that house. And I, I just don't, it wasn't really Jason's scene. So, <laughs> It was it was bad at the time, but it's kind of funny in retrospect. Not funny, but I I don't know what the word is I'm looking for. But Josh and I went to bed one night, and uh, Jason was already asleep. Woke up the next morning, and all of Jason's things were gone. His room was cleaned out, and he had left. He just up and <laughs> left the apartment. Didn't say a word to us about being upset or sad or angry or anything he just he just left and we never really heard from him again at least I didn't I never heard from him again after that so I don't know uh, to this day I don't know why he he left the apartment and I, I assume it's because again you know he just wasn't uh, as involved with us um, as maybe he was expecting I don't know he, he wasn't into uh, partying or drinking or he was very um I don't know, straight laced isn't necessarily the right word, but you know, he just didn't participate in that. And I think he just felt kind of like an outsider. Um, and that, you know, in retrospect, I feel bad that we didn't try to make him more a part of things, but I, you know, it is what it is and you can't change the past, but you know, I think kind of what hit all of us a little harder than anything else is the fact that, you know, here's a guy that's our age and it just proves that, anybody can go at any time. I mean, he was 41. Um, and, uh, the exact date was September 14th when he passed away. He was still living in Berwyn, um, just, uh, outside of where the college was. Um, services were just held last Saturday in Wisconsin, but, um, yeah, he worked, uh, in the maintenance department. I'm sorry. I'm reading his obituary here, which is, uh, if you are, interested if you know him if you're a listener of the show and you know who he is and you 
uh, have not seen this, the, I posted the obituary on my Facebook page, but it is on legacy.com. But, um, you know, his parents are still alive. His sister is still alive. Um, and it's, you know, just one of those things where I think everybody kind of was in shock. I guess he had some sort of an infection. He was at Gen Con apparently. And, uh, the infection was bad enough that they had to insert a pick line and everybody thought he was getting better. But then between Gen Con and then, which is what a a month unchange, um, things just took a a sudden turn for the worse and, and, and just took his life. So it, it just shows you that there is no guarantee, uh, about, the next day. And I remember when I was in high school, I had a, one of my uh, high school teachers who was a longtime friend. And I've said this on the show, I think before too, but, um, he told us all at one point that within five years after leaving high school, he said, half the people, you know, will either be married or dead. And I think for me and, and my group of friends, I, I was lucky and everybody either, got married but nobody died not everybody got married but um it wasn't until later that i started to lose people here and there and i haven't lost a lot i've been i'm a very lucky guy in terms of death i've i've um had very few people pass away suddenly and there's only been one other college person that i know of that passed away um rather abruptly and she hit me a lot harder uh, I think than Jason did because it was this was about six years ago uh, now I was still working at the other call center and um, I was writing a lot at that point and she was a fan of, of my writing and so she was uh, teaching kids writing that was her her job and she um, had taken some of my stuff in and was using it as an example of you know how you can take what's being applied and, and turn it into something, how, you know, the creative process and, um, was sharing that with these kids and they just were fascinated by it. They thought it was so neat. And I, at one point we, she and I kind of decided that, uh, we thought it'd be fun if we had them all pick out words. Every kid in the class picked out a word, just a random word, whatever they wanted. And they, she sent them to me and said, you know, let's show them how this works that, you know, you can, take anything you're given and turn it into something. And so I took all these random, just completely random words and, and, and turned it into a couple of different poems for her and sent it back. And they were, of course, just thought that was, you know, the neatest thing as younger kids. But when, when she passed away, um, she had a cancer and had a lot of health issues. So it wasn't as big of a surprise, but it still, it still hits you just as hard. Cause here's somebody that's your age that is taken from you suddenly. And I don't know. I I have a feeling that it's never going to get any easier. And unfortunately for the friends and family of Jason, uh, they're still in mourning, I'm sure. And, and, and it'll never really get easier, but, um, it's just a, it's just a wake up call. It's just something to, to kind of make you realize what's important. So we'll, we'll kind of talk about that a little more here in a minute, but uh, let's go ahead and take a break. Um, the next song uh, is called Way Too Blue. It's by Nick Drake, and uh, we'll be back in just a few.
Don't you have a word to show what may be done? Have you never heard the way to find the sun? Tell me all that you know. Show me what you have to show. Won't you come and say if you know the way? Have you seen the land living by the breeze? Can you understand the light among the trees? Tell me all that you may know. Show me what you have to show. Tell us all today, if you know the way to bloom. Look through time and find your eye. Tell us what you find. We will wait at your gate, hoping like the blind. Uh, way too blue by nick drake um and those of you who don't know, know nick drake he is um well i should say he was a singer songwriter in the uh, 60s released five albums total and took his life uh he was a favorite of my grandfather's and i didn't realize it until after my grandfather had passed away is a favorite of mine as well uh, big influence on a lot of my favorite artists uh, like uh, Mark Kozelik of the Red House Painters and Sunco Moon. Um, Singer-songwriter and just way ahead of his time. I mean, if you listen to the, his music, it's just timeless. But he was another one that kind of got taken too soon and really, unfortunately, never got the, the, the credit he deserved in his life that um, he has in his, his sense in. And he's since been kind of become a bit of an icon in uh in in music circles because of what he was able to accomplish in such a short time but um anyway so the next thing i wanted to talk about was just kind of my experiences with um 
death, which, you know, like I said, I've been lucky. I, I, nev- I never really had a whole lot that was sudden. It's always been, unfortunately, long, drawn out, kind of, I don't want to say overdue, but where someone was dealing with a lot of either health issues or, or pain or um, uh, the, the biggest thing for me was Alzheimer's. It was a huge thing that um, took a lot of my family members when I was younger. But um, my very first experience that I remember was when my grandmother passed away on my dad's side in, in 1980. And what's funny is I don't really remember the funeral. I don't really remember anything other than riding in a limo from the, uh, well, to the, to the gravesite from the uh, funeral home. And I just being fascinated with the fact that there were power windows. Now, keep in mind that at the time, I was six, so I don't expect really to remember too much, but that's one of my earliest memories that I have. And I don't remember a lot from childhood and especially from later on, but it's one of those things that's always kind of stuck out with me. Um, And then after that, I had aunts and uncles pass away. Like I said, Alzheimer's being the biggest thing that kind of put them in nursing nursing homes and and eventually deteriorated their health enough that they they passed away. My grandfather, uh, my grandmother who I just mentioned her her husband um, he lived to be a hundred and, and passed away just a few months after his hundredth birthday I've had um, my my grandfather on my biological side passed away um, about ten years ago that was uh, a hard one to deal with and uh, my uncle who was in his 60s which to me is still is still young, uh, former minister and retired, still continued to preach though after he retired to help out other churches, but he was kind of taken suddenly um, just a couple years ago. And it, um, like I said, I've been lucky. I haven't had too many friends. Uh, it's always been family for the most part. And I just, I don't, I just feel like at some point it's going to kind of catch up to me. Uh, maybe I've just been lucky. Maybe science has gotten things to a point where people live longer. Um, they, you know, people eating better and um, medications and, and healthcare is improved. I don't know. But one of the things that's always bothered me about the death process is the the viewing. You know, ever since I was a kid and I saw my first embalmed body it's it's always the attempt of the mortician to make the body look natural and unfortunately i think they fail every single time because i've never seen a corpse that looked like it should look look like it did in life i mean i don't think it's possible to recreate that 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 look of you know blood flowing and and uh rosy cheeks or you know that that life that's there so I kind of wonder sometimes, I guess it's for closure that, you know, people have open caskets. And I used to think that that's what I wanted. I used to believe that that was the way I wanted to go. I, I, I've never wanted to be cremated. I know a lot of people that do, and I don't, that's not for me. I, I, I feel like I am an organ donor. You know, I'm going to, if I have anything healthy left at that point, people are welcome to pass that on to someone else to give them a chance at, at living longer. But for me, I'm, you know, go down a different path. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that in the next segment. So, um, yeah, it's, it's an interesting thing. It's, uh, 
I don't know. Let, let's go ahead and jump into the next song. Um, this is uh, Disappear. It's by Mazzy Star, and we'll be back in just a few. Oh 
And we are back. That was um, Disappear by Mazzy Star. And like I kind of alluded to before, I when the time comes, and it, it'll come, it comes for all of us. Um, and, and I think that in, an, <laughs> in a weird sort of way that uh, the show Six Feet Under kind of put everything into perspective and made me not fear the eventual death that's coming for all of us. I, I know that's a strange thing to say that a television show would do that, but it kind of um, gives you a chance to see all sides of it and to get that kind of reality in, in place. But one of the things that I took away from that show, and I, I, I know I've talked about this, was that um, you know once I decided at some point that I didn't want to be buried and embalmed, I didn't want to be pumped full of chemicals, um, and I know I didn't want to be cremated, I saw on the show that Nate, one of the main characters, had had a green funeral. And, I, and I'm, I'm just rehashing old things at this point. But um, that, that always seemed like the way to go to me, to be, kind of give yourself back to other things to make them grow, to live. Uh, whether it's organs or trees or whatever, I don't know. You name it. Uh, just to be able to kind of make use of what's left. Um, but I think my, my biggest fear is I, you know, if anything is that I don't want to go too soon. I feel like, uh, I've kind of started to hit my stride both creatively and that, uh, you know, life has been for the past decade has been pretty rough, you know, a lot of ups and downs, a lot of major, um, changes and, and, um, mentally and, and physically. And I know that, um, I mean, I've said it a couple times that I've I've hit rock bottom at least two, maybe three times at this point. I don't know. I, I've kind of lost count, but um, I feel like things are finally kind of at an even keel, and that uh, the things that I'm doing are are making me feel like I'm contributing in some way, whether it's podcasting or writing or or um, the job that I do. Uh, you know, customer services kind of become my life, and. I, I don't want to go too soon. I, I don't, I'd like to luckily have, uh, outside of cancer being running, you know, rampant in my, my family. I, I think, uh, most people kind of live to be in their eighties and I'd, I'd like to see that happen. I know I'm at that halfway point now. I'm, I've just passed into 41. So I'm kind of just beyond the, the halfway mark, but I'd, I'd like to see 80. I'd like to continue to uh, live fairly healthy, you know, continue to exercise with some regularity and continue to eat relatively well and um, uh, do everything in moderation, you know, kind of keep things even so that uh, I'm not doing anything too much in one way or the other. Um, because there's just a lot of living left to do. And, and you know, maybe I'm not uh, the guy that goes skydiving and I'm not the guy that goes base jumping and I'm not the guy that, uh, you know, goes out to clubs or it takes a lot of risks. I'm not somebody that uh, spends a lot of time climbing, you know, the the highest mountain and diving in the oceans and traveling around the world. It's not me. And I know a lot of people that is their life, and and I respect that. I, I I whatever makes you happy in this life, do it because it's it's too short otherwise. But for me, I'm just as happy to be able to, you know, be home in a in a house that's paid for and to be able to. Uh, watch a movie and escape for a couple hours or to you know write a review that people can be entertained for a couple minutes or put out a podcast that gives somebody something to kind of chew on for an hour or to share music or 
there's a lot of albums that are left to be made that I want to hear. There's a lot of, of films that I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing at some point. There's television shows. There's people that I want to meet. There's places I want to go. Uh, there's just a lot of living left to do. And I, I feel like the first, like, uh, I don't know, 20 years of my life, I just kind of was it was selfish, I think. I think that's uh, all of us are like that when we're younger. We kind of do things for ourselves. And then there was a period for the next 20 where I kind of was um, giving myself to everybody else. And now I'm kind of found that kind of nice middle ground where I, you know, I can have time for myself, but can, I can also give back to everyone else at the same time. And I think if I can continue on that trend, then I don't really want to see that end anytime soon. So just something to think about and uh, just kind of getting my thoughts out there because I, you know, I've been trying to process things, but with being sick and, and, and just time and everything that's kind of been going on in the past couple of weeks, it's been hard to kind of think it through. So it's nice to just kind of get it out there and talk about it. Even if, if I'm rambling and the show doesn't really make sense and there's not really any point to any of this, it's just a chance to kind of work through it. So hopefully you find something of value and, and the music is, is always the most important thing. And I think, uh, the one thing that always kind of remains constant is that, uh, you know that, that that music is is life. Um, so let's go ahead and jump into the next song. This is uh, "I Will Follow You Into the Dark" by Death Cab for Cutie, and we'll be back in just a few. of a spark if heaven and hell decide that they both are satisfied and illuminate the nose on their vacancy signs if there's no one beside you when your soul embarks then I'll follow you into the dark in Catholic school as vicious as Roman rule I got my knuckles bruised By a lady in black And I held my tongue As she told me, son Fear is the heart of love So I never went back And if heaven and hell decide That they both are satisfied Illuminate the nose on their vacancy signs If there's no one beside you when your soul embarks Then I'll follow you into the dark You and me have seen everything to see From Bangkok to Calgary souls of your shoes are 
all worn down. The time for sleep is now, but it's nothing to cry about. 'Cause we'll hold each other soon in the blackest of rooms. And if heaven and hell decide that they both are satisfied. Illuminate the nose on their vacancy signs. If there's no one beside you when your soul embarks, then I'll follow you into the dark. And I'll follow you into the dark. And we are back. Uh, that was "I Will Follow You Into the Dark" by Death Cab for Cutie, and thank you for listening. This is episode one fifty-seven of the Sunshine Happy Pants Hour. I promise next week will be um, <laughs> not necessarily more upbeat. Uh, if I remember correctly, the music I have picked out is um, actually. Let me take a quick look here. The uh, the, the, no, I, I, I can't say that. It's not that it's it's a downbeat show. It's just that the, there's a theme to next week. Let's put it that way. So um, I'm looking forward to to that. There's a lot of really great new music that I've got uh, on tap. And um, I was, if I would have thought about it, but again, things kind of happen suddenly and, and sporadically this past couple of weeks. Uh, maybe that, uh, not next week, but the week after, I'll uh, work on, uh, talking to Hamish, see about playing at least one of his songs, and um, the Silver Sun Pickups just released a new record yesterday, and I've only had a chance to listen to half of it. But um, being a, a huge fan, I um, maybe I have to grab something off of there. So, anyway, if you'd like to find me, you can find me on Facebook. Just look up Joel Happy Pants Hour. That's K P A N T S. Uh, you can shoot me an email at joelhappypants at gmail dot com if you have any thoughts, uh, feelings, words about uh, this week's show or any show. You can also find me on Twitter at Joel Happy Pants. Uh, you can find the show through TalkShoe, um, iTunes, Stitcher, and Pod Directory. Check out my other podcast, Forty Going On Fourteen, uh, the Coffin Joe Cast, and the archives of Obviously Oblivious. All those shows are available through iTunes, Stitcher, TalkShoe, and um, various other places. Shoot an email to uh, any of those shows or voicemails if you have anything that you want to get to me. You can get them through those shows too. Um, so don't hesitate to use those for contact to me. If you can't remember how to get me for the contact points for this show, uh, 40 going on 14 is 40 go 14 at gmail.com or seven zero eight. Now wrap that seven zero eight six six nine nine seven two seven. Uh, you can also shoot something on Twitter at 40 go 14 coffin. Joe cast is coffin. Joe cast at gmail.com. Uh, Facebook for either one. Um, voicemail is 661-434-5956. That's 661-434-KWJO. And um, the CreeperCast. Uh, check out my uh, on online reviews. And uh, currently I'm just about done with my top 13 uh, foreign zombie films that you've never seen. Uh, this was part seven this week. It's broken down into countries which wasn't my original intent, but it works. So Jeff uh, made an executive decision there, and I, I think it was the right one. And uh, once that wraps up, there will be a review of Wormwood, Road of the Dead, uh, which was an independent New Zealand uh, zombie film. So that's uh, something to look forward to. Uh, my Saturday flashback reviews are released uh, every Saturday, obviously. Uh, and uh, I've got an article coming out here. I'm still waiting for uh, some word on that. And then I've got a review review 
of a movie that I was given the privilege of uh, getting a screener copy to review ahead of its official release on October 2nd. The film is Deathgasm, and I will just let you read the review to find out what I thought of it, but it um, was kind of an honor. I've, I was excited about that. So hopefully I can do that for the Green Inferno here at some point. But uh, anyway, all the music tonight was provided to us by the artists themselves. Uh, please go buy their songs directly from them. Uh, go to their sites, their iTunes. Uh, go to your local record store. Just pick it up and take it home and enjoy it because I, I don't play anything on here that I don't think is valuable to you in some way, shape, or form. Uh, check out my blog at a momentary lapse with joel.blogspot.com or uh, look at my old comics at facebook just look up gregory the really angry robot and uh that's pretty much it so um jason i i i'm sorry that uh we didn't get a chance to kind of talk things out after things ended kind of abruptly but you will be missed so for everyone else make every day something uh worthwhile because you never know how long you got um so for the last song after the outro i I figured it was uh appropriate for both jason and anyone that we know is out there um that's recently passed away whether you believe in heaven or you believe in an afterlife or reincarnation or whatever your personal beliefs are we all need to uh make it home so uh, let's make it home by Julianne Hatfield and I uh, love you guys see you next week kids Oh, 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 oh,
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.